Hello and welcome back to the Star Wars Book Community Podcast. This is episode 9 of the SWBC show. Uh, I'm your host for today, Johnny Maynor. I'm not really hosting today because basically this, this is kind of a, a hostful. This is a general chit-chat with sort of the core team, uh, as it were, behind the scenes here at the Star Wars Book Community Podcast. So I am joined um, by the usual suspects and you know who they are uh mr dan macquarie aka live at vader's castle hello there oh you just you just dead named me uh it's vader vader's castle library now johnny come on <gasps> oh did i just do <laughs> yeah that you to did you? <laughs> can't believe it uh yeah the guilt shame <laughs> Uh, <laughs> dead uh, it oh, was God. such a good it was such a good podcast though man um it, if it hadn't been for uh vader's castle was it, what's live at vader's castle yeah. yeah if it hadn't been for live at vader's castle uh this podcast might not exist so hey was it actually there i think it was go. live from anyway sorry uh hi i'm dan yeah <laughs> it was here. so good i've forgotten what it was called <laughs> uh also with us today is you've already heard him chipping in it's chris davies aka sw book collector hello christopher hello um <laughs> i don't know how i feel about you giving us off the full names out <laughs> do you feel like you've been a naughty boy if i call you christopher <laughs> um i'm slightly turned on and, and, and you daniel does that work for you too <laughs> definitely not i feel like my parents are speaking to me <laughs> Right, um, and of course, that's three of us, uh, and you know, for the last few months or so as we've been getting the podcast off the ground, uh, we three have been kind of the the core team behind the scenes, kind of getting getting episodes organised, hosting things, getting people together uh, and, and planning things out, and uh, an awful lot of work has gone on, gone into that behind the scenes, um, but we are very, very pleased uh, to be able to announce uh, a new member um, coming on board to join us as, as part of that core team. And uh, someone whose voice is will be very familiar to, to, to most folk listening, uh, certainly if you've been listening o- over the last month or so. Uh, Morgan, why don't you say hello? Hello. It's great to be a part of the core team. Honestly, like the minute you guys added me to the group, message thing uh i was like man this is gonna be a great time um it started out very strong <laughs> what's more concerning know? there johnny well it's interesting you say that because on my list i've got morgan down as morgan Patton, but morgan's email address says something else that is true married name versus maiden name there you go. so <laughs> So it's not Morgan um, Florgan then? Maybe, maybe it should be. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I, I don't even know how to respond to that, honestly. Uh-huh. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I can't get the Swedish chef from the Muppet Show out of my head. Is, is, is that what you, is that, a, is that yeah. a Swedish chef reference? No, it can be, sure. Um Okay, so <laughs> this is going to be a sort of general <laughs> chit-chat episode, um, just sort of catching up, seeing how everybody is, and 
talking about what we're reading at the minute, any news that's going on, uh, and then we'll uh, we, we have something to talk about uh, that's that's going to happen near the end of the year on the podcast. So we'll give you a heads up on that. Um, so first up, folks, w- what are we reading at the minute? What's um, w- w- what's in our Star Wars and otherwise? If you're reading anything that's not Star Wars, Star Wars heavens, well done. Um, what's on your reading list right now and what have you read recently chris i uh, currently i'm swimming in comic books i'm like needy i'm like scrooge mcduck <laughs> you know, he dives into the money that's me with comic books that's a deep cut reference for anyone over 35 um yeah so i've me obviously we're at to catch up for with all the months of comics for the comic roundup plug um by the shit boys um <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm reading. I'm reading to Harley Quinn. I'm reading uh, Dead Daredevil. All the things. Star Wars, though. I just finished Crimson Climb, Ooh. which I really enjoyed. That was great. I'm forward to that. And I'll talk about that more when you talk about upcoming re- releases because that's I very much enjoyed that. Um, and I've read. Start. Just started reading. The Eye of Darkness Ooh, by George Mann. Boy. Yeah. The first book of the phase three of the High Republic. Very good. Yeah, it pays to yeah. be connected. <laughs> Morgan, do you get um, advanced yeah. reader copies of stuff? Sometimes. Not not okay. often. Sometimes. Yeah. Star Wars, yeah. like the Star Wars book people always keep denying my requests too. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I am not a force user. Like, I have a Star Wars name. Yeah. Well, because you're not a force user everybody else gives me stuff that's true <laughs> yeah if you were a force user it might be different <laughs> maybe i just keep getting ignored by uh the folks at disney press but i don't know maybe my name is just too much of a deep cut reference for them and they don't get and they don't get it i don't know i don't know <laughs> but like nerd <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but you know i i attract a higher class of nerd you know people who really know their shiz that is true. I told you this, Johnny, before, didn't I? But when I first saw you, on, yeah. we started roughly doing this kind of stuff on the same time, didn't we? And I've been doing it about a month when I saw your account and your name. And I was like, man, such a, yeah. such a better name. <laughs> I was Except genuinely with, jealous. With your account, people actually understand, see it and understand that you're a Star Wars account. People look at my name and go, I don't know what that is. You just collect journals. Never mind. Like some weirdo. Yeah. About, about guys <laughs> called Will. Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you, you just weird serial killers go around robbing I... people good wills journals. Yeah, I'd be fair. That is an account I would follow. I kind of want to. I kind of want to see that. I kind of want to see that serial killer series now. <laughs> Will Smith in the starring role as well. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So right. So you've 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 been reading uh, lots of comics. Uh, Crimson Climb, Eye of Darkness. Lots yeah. of comics. Yeah, Anything else? Uh, Are you juggling anything else? Eye of Darkness. Yes. Yeah, so I've just finished reading. So obviously, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably it, the, this issue will have been out a week. But I just finished reading the first issue mm. of Shadows of Starlight by Charles Soule, which is um, the first comic of Phase Three. Um, and now I know we have a lot of book readers who don't read the comics. This has got to be your first comic. Like, no questions asked because. For the first time, this feels like big, important stuff. We're only one issue in, but like it's it's like something that can't be missed. Like, do you remember it out of the shadows when it when it um, 
Yeah. Marie Santeca died and all that stuff yeah. happened. It's like, I can't believe they're putting this in young adult. Okay. I had the same feeling with this. I mean, Dan, you've read it as well. Do you concur? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's very important, very connected to everything that happened in phase two. And it's awesome. Charles soul goodness. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, so definitely give it a read. If you've never read a comic before, it doesn't matter because this or you this doesn't yeah. reference the other comics. It references phase one and two books. So yeah. pick it up or just get it digitally or whatever. I, I might have to dive back into the monthlies just for that. I had sort of cancelled all my subscriptions because I just didn't have the time, frankly. But yeah, I might try to keep up with the High Republic yeah. stuff one yeah. way or another. Yeah, because the High Republic stuff's different, isn't it? Because it, it's, it's tying into books that are they tend to they know the release schedule. Yeah, it's tying into yeah. books that are coming out that I'm going to read when they come out. So I may yeah. So if you wait for the trades, you'll be reading that stuff after when it's not as relevant or impactful anymore. And and, and I've just had that yeah I've just had that experience. Um, as I'll, I'll talk about when I talk about what I've been reading recently. So yeah, yeah. Dan, what about you? What what's what's on your list? What are you doing? What are you reading? Um, I have recently been reading a lot of stuff for Canon catch up homework. So I just read the full was it the Red and Black trilogy, the Junior Novel trilogy. Um, just read all of them for the first time for a wonderful three episodes that we did with us four on a sort of a rotating basis yeah. I hosted and then I had Morgan on two, Chris on two and Johnny on two. So it worked out really nicely. Um, I just finished re-listening to uh, Aftermath today in like a big binge for another Canon catch-up episode. Um, but in terms of what I'm actually reading for my personal entertainment, I'm reading Crimson Climb right now. Um hopefully i can get it finished by the day that it's coming out so i can post a nice day of release review are you enjoying it i've read four chapters (laughs) and yes (laughs) okay thank you um (laughs) and i'm also in terms of non-star wars uh I, i i read the hobbit recently that was good fun and in terms of comics, I'm actually reading a beautiful, beautiful uh, Marvel omnibus, uh, Dan Slott's Silver Surfer run, which is from like 2014 to 2016, and it is absolutely phenomenal and probably one of the best comics I've ever read in my life. So if there are any Marvel list- listeners out there and you haven't read that one, go read it. It's great. And it feels very Star Warsy because it's all in space. Cool. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Morgan, what about you? Um, I am currently between Star Wars books. No, I'm not. That's a lie. Um, I am very, very slowly making my way through the uh, Legends of Luke Skywalker. Oh, that yeah. little mm-hmm. yeah. collection there. Um, so that's what I'm reading Star Wars wise. I'm, I'm very, very slowly. I'm really not good at like short story style. Oh, really? Or, like collected works things. I, I'm terrible at them. Because I'll read one and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done. Whereas I'll read a normal book and I'll sit down and read for five hours straight yeah. and finish the book. So these these in me don't uh, gel as well. As far as non-Star Wars books, um, I am reading Bonesmith by Nikki Palpreto, um, which came out fairly recently. Uh, it's like necromancy magic stuff. Uh, I read a lot. 
I read a lot, a lot. By the time this comes out, I'll probably be like three more books deep than where I am right now in terms of stuff. Yeah. Morgan's read two books while we're doing the intro. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually did. Um, yeah. I, I just recently finished also rereading, or not reading, um, I can do words. I just recently finished reading the sequel to Belladonna by Adeline uh-huh. Grace, which um, it's called Foxglove. It was really good. So I, I do recommend that one right. to my... Uh, How many books Morgan. have you read this year, Morgan? Uh, like 250. <laughs> I've read 250 pages. <laughs> wow. That oh. is, th- th- yeah. that is yeah. more than twice my personal best for any year ever. And we're not even finished the year. Well, I, yeah. I have I, read I, 17 <laughs> this year, and that might be my record. And half of them are junior novels. So <laughs> I think my record is you know 100. What? It counts. Yeah, I'm not very good. Yeah, yeah, but you, you read quite widely, Morgan. I mean, don't this is you? the most I've read. So I do, I do read quite wi- widely, and I'm also like counting like manga yeah. in there and some graphic novels yeah. and stuff like that, which goes towards my total because a book's a book, regardless Rich. of yeah how it's presented. Yeah. Is there anything you gravitate more to outside of Star Wars? I'm, stuff? I'm a science fiction fantasy person in general. Yeah, um, I like a I like a nice science fantasy. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars, hence the yeah. hence the connection yeah. there. But yeah, that's that's how my... many journals by people called Will have you read? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell okay. you that. Just on on a on a little point, I do think at some point. I know we are the Star Wars book community podcast. I do think at some point we should do an episode where we exclusively talk about non Star Wars books because oh yeah, I, I think yeah. there would be some We'd have to put some an fun conversation in there. Like non-Star Wars books for Star Wars yeah. fans. Or non-Star Wars yeah. books written yeah. by Star Wars authors. Yeah, that's yeah. another good one. Yeah. I, I have far too many of those sitting in my TBR pile right now. You know, stuff by Justina Ireland, Tess Grattan, uh Claudia Gray, Beth Revis, DJ. Yeah. Or I just seen um yeah. Yeah, I just yelled at you about that DJ one. Yeah, obviously I Morgan, I, I just saw that. you you post about that and I really want to read that book because that was the one that yeah. DJO told me and Chris about in the interview and said, Oh, you guys will like it. So I do need to go pick that one up. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also, it's I've got, I'm, I'm sitting on the one by that. Brittany S. Williams, DJO's wife. Um, that self same metal, which looks amazing as well. And I just, yeah, I, I need to find more time to get on it. So Morgan, what's your what's your best what's your top non Star Wars pick that you've read this year? Mm. This year, uh, it's it's Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. That it was I amazing. <laughs> I know, but it was really good. It was really really good. No, people love Brandon Sanderson, don't they? Like he's like he's like the guy at the moment. Oh, absolutely, he's like the the fantasy guy in general. Um. That one was not a lot. It's it's very different than a lot of his other ones. Um, it's inspired by the Princess Bride, which nice. makes it more fun and whimsical. So definitely, definitely What's your top Star Wars read of the year so far, though? And why is it Weapon of the like Jedi? Things that I've read the f- <laughs> things that I've read the first time, or things that I've read more than well, once. It's Weapon of the Jedi, obviously, because I appreciate yep. 
Um, I appreciate Luke Skywalker with all of my heart and soul, and he's the most mm-hmm. developed character mm-hmm. to ever you exist. Don't have, mm-hmm. in any you don't have to do fiction. this anymore, Morgan. You're in the gang now. You don't have to... <laughs> Shh, Johnny, you don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm now trying to think of what my favorite Star Wars book I've read this year is. That's that's a really I'm looking at my list of reads. Is it what well, mine's got to be Path of Vengeance was this I think year, it's Cataclysm. It? I think I preferred Cataclysm to yeah. Path of Vengeance, you know. Path of Deceit wasn't this no, year, Path was it? Path of Deceit was last no. year. I didn't come out in January. Year, yeah. Yeah. No, I actually read year. it in January this year, so it is in my that doesn't count. It's in my list of the year, but I think I'm going to go Cataclysm for my favourite Souls book. The thing is, I know everyone's going to say Rise of the Red Blade, and I just don't I, agree. I wouldn't say Rise of the Red Blade. And, you know, I, I, I struggle to pick favourites, but I think for me there is one, quite clearly, which is Battle Scars. Oh, I like Battle Scars oh. a lot, actually. I just really like what <laughs> Sam Mags did with that. No, I like Sam Mags. She's great, and when interviewed, she was lovely. But um, I don't know. Like, I liked a lot of Battle Scars. I just didn't think it was a as solid a read as others. I mean, when you compare it to stuff like Cataclysm and Path of Vengeance, I think it, they're those are on a different level. Yeah. Um, Crimson Climb as well yeah. is um, is my favorite non. Yeah, uh, I think that actually might be my favorite. Crimson Climb is my favorite non horror public, definitely. So I think I think I read Battle Scars just after I finished playing Jedi Survivor, and then I went straight into okay. reading Battle Scars. So I was heavily invested in the whole Mantis gang. So I think that's yeah. maybe why I enjoy Battle Scars even more than I thought I would. It's just because I was. It's definitely the sexiest Star Wars. It's very steamy. Yeah, that's. I I got like proper hot mm-hmm. under the collar. You know, I had to <laughs> I had to collect myself. Steady <laughs> on. Steady on. But I just didn't expect that from a Star Wars book, and I loved it for that. Not in yeah. a perfect way, just like in a <laughs> unexpected way. You know? Yeah, but that, that's the great thing about the canon. You know, it 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 does serve up lots of different flavors and different stuff all the time. You know, you don't you don't want every Star Wars book to be the same. You know, it's it's nice for to do something different. So True. Morgan, we yeah, we, we, were you saying Path of Vengeance was your favorite then of the year? No, I think Crimson Climb is Crimson Climb. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So Crimson Climb. So I'm good, the though. only. Per- am I the only person so of Forbes good. who hasn't got a copy? Yep. Oh, God, yeah. level mate. I know. Mine's mine's just a digital copy. To be fair, so oh really? I don't have the I don't have the fancy. I don't. I don't know how I managed to get a physical copy. I'm a nobody, and I somehow managed to get a physical copy. I'm buzzing. Yeah. Well, they, they, I guess they, they saw Vader in your username, like, oh, he's a Star Wars person. To us, I think I just hit send on the email at the exact time that the Disney Books person to was honest, on her email because she replied straight away. That's yeah. half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> that is honestly half the battle. I have to tone my emails perfectly. Um, the, Disney actually sent me the new um, Jedi Brave in Every Way. Oh, oh is that Charles, Charles Soule's book? kids' picture book that he wrote with his daughter? Yeah, it Charles is. and Rosemary Soule. Yeah. Or Rosemary and Charles Soule, it says in the book. So I've had a flick through it. It's quite, it's quite nice. It's re- really big. Um, but it's quite nice. And I got sent, um, I don't know if you saw my, my reel, my, the collector's edition of Chronicles of the Jedi. Yeah, it was a bit of a flex, oh, to be yeah. honest, Chris. Yeah, so that one is yeah. only 250 copies. It's cloth bound. It has a slipcase and it's signed. 
um, by the author and the artist. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy to get that one just because of how limited they are. Yeah, honestly, Chris, I try not to look at your feed anymore because every time I do, I just get really <laughs> jealous. Did you did you see the, the book that I announced yesterday? Yes. That's let, so let cool. Me guess, let it me guess. Let me guess. You're getting one of it? them as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll send you one. So I don't. If if, if you don't follow me, um, Inkstone Books contacted me and asked me to help them reveal um, their new star wars legends hardcover collection um so i revealed that yesterday which for you guys listening will probably be last week um and it's the dawn of the jedi um hardcover uh, sprayed edges signed by tim levon and only 500 copies um so it's gorgeous and uh, and i was speaking to the guys it's a whole collection so there's going to be loads of them so imagine you look 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 at your essential legends collection on the shelf now and look how good they look imagine that in hardcover with all different colors sprayed edges what, what i'm imagining is how much money that's going to cost me i'm not gonna lie yeah, for you mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean dawn of the jedi is one of is genuinely one of my favorite star wars books and i, I would be tempted but you know I, i've got my hardcover of it from before the canon reboot you know i just like personally i think I'd, I'd find it hard to justify but they do look absolutely gorgeous yeah so i'm, I'm super excited about that um because i imagine if they did because think about it if they do i said this to them as well and i think they got like they were just like yeah okay chill out stay in your lane mate um i said they should they should do the race squadron books because they were never in hardcover if they could do hard covers of the Rose Squadron books, I feel like the fan base would properly respond to that. Yeah, yeah, they have such a huge following, and and the the, the Republic Commando books the same because I know they were collecting the SFBC ones, but like full size hard covers, there isn't one, so that'd be really good. Yeah, well, what's the FSBC for folk who don't know? Uh, Science Fiction Book Club. Yeah. They're like hard covers you can only get from that club, and they were like shorter like stumpy versions of the hardcovers with cheaper paper cheaper paper well they just printed it on yeah printed like... it on toilet roll or something yeah they did yeah <laughs> but it was cool though because there were certain things that were that this sfbc did that were only paperback and so some of the sfbc stuff is actually quite valuable right um the Medstar duology in one in one volume is quite valuable. The Republic Commando books in two volumes um, are really valuable. And I think the Last Jedi, the Michael Reeves book, not nothing not related to the movie, yeah. that's also yeah. quite valuable in SFBC. Yeah, I can I can imagine it would so be quite I'm, nice I'm, to have those kind of collections on, on your shelves. I'm sure they're like gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. so I think I went too nerdy then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what am I reading at the minute? Um, I just read, I treated myself to uh, a, a quick YA read, sort of, yeah, it's kind of older end of middle grade YA, not Star Wars, uh, a book called October, October uh, by an England-based author called Katya Balin. And it's one of those, I, I think it just came up on like an Amazon recommendation this time last year, and I didn't have time to read it. So I kind of thought, well, I'll, I'll box it off as my first October read this year. So I, I did that last weekend, and it was a really lovely story about um, 
uh, a 10-year-old girl who lives in the woods with her father, who's he's clearly got a job as some sort of woodsman, you know, managing the forest, that sort of thing, um, sort of living her best wild life until something happens and she ends up having to reconnect with um, her, her mother who lives in the city and her whole life turn, turns upside down. And it's just a really lovely book um, told from the perspective of this 10-year-old girl um, who has a really, really rich interior life. Um, it's a really nice change of pace for me and a change of tone for me, like nothing else I've read this year so far. Um, that sounds like something by Eva Ibbotson. It's got that kind that of thing kind of going on, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest of my October is going to be quite horror heavy because I I meant to do this last year. I meant to kind of get back and reread a whole bunch of horror classics and and some new stuff. And I just it, it didn't get around because there was so much Star Wars stuff on my slate. I didn't, didn't get around to it. So um, I am currently reading my first ever HP Lovecraft. Uh, somehow I've somehow I've never read Lenny Lovecraft. So I'm a few stories into a, a lovely secondhand paperback of Call of. Uh, no, I can't. Who, who knows how to pronounce this properly? Is it Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft is so good. Yeah, I'm a few stories into a, a, a sort of a, a nice old paperback um, Penguin edition of the Call of Cthulhu and other weird tales or other weird stories or something. Um, so that's yeah, Johnny, good. Did uh, you see the, uh, the picture I sent you the other day of um, I've got a very, very, very beautiful sort of hardback edition of the commemorative edition of the Necronomicon. The I best weird tales that. of H.P. Lovecraft, which is absolutely beautiful. It's yeah. something like a thousand pages and it, there's I think there's something in the region of like 50 stories in here. Um, nice and it's absolutely beautiful it's got loads of lovely illustrations in it and it is wonderful and I haven't read the entire thing yet um, but you've inspired me to pick it back up and read it again so I think that's going to yeah. be one of my October reads I think I um, went for a big uh, HP Lovecraft phase for a while it's awesome it's, al- it's almost like dark poetry isn't yeah. it in some ways some of his yeah. stories yeah yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it so far. You know, and I've got other stuff on the hit list for the month as well. So I'm, I'm going to reread Dracula because it's been a few years. Um, and I've always really enjoyed it. Uh, I've never read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So that's going to be a new classic one that I box off this year for the first time. Have you ever read any Clive Barker? Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, I love Cabal. Cabal is one of my... Cabal is amazing. Yeah. yeah, one of my nostalgic favorites from my teenage years. In in more recent years, I finally read um, Hellbound Heart, the novella that became Hellraiser. Um, that's what that's what I was going to say because um, the amount of obviously Halloween reads, the amount of people I've just passed them Hellbound Heart, being like, I know you don't read much. This book is really short. Give it a read. Mm. Every single one of them loves it. Yeah, every single one of them says that was amazing. It, it 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 yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it much more than I enjoyed the movie Hellraiser. Um, yeah, it's it's better than the movie. Yeah, is. for sure. Um, so anyway, yeah. So now, I'm, I'm, back to Star Wars. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to do a bunch of horror stuff. As Star Wars stuff, what I've recently boxed off my revisit of the Darth Bane trilogy on audiobook, so that was fun. Um, and I'm now diving into a bunch of comic trade paperbacks that I've just had not had time to catch up on. So 
uh, in, in recent days, I finally got around to reading all of the trade paperbacks for the High Republic comics that have been printed um, for, for Phase 2. Uh, so basically, that's all of the Phase 2 High Republic comic stories, bar um, High Republic Adventures Volume 2, which isn't out yet. So I'm finally caught up. And I did. I had that experience, Chris, that you were, that you were alluding to earlier, where finally I was getting to read the, the High Republic Kevin Scott's High Republic comic volume two and seeing how that storyline fills some gaps from the end of sort of Battle of Jeddah yeah. leading into Path well, of that, Vengeance. That's just it. You know? Yeah, because I, I imagine if you read that now, it would that comic run would seem quite anticlimactic. Because you, it just kind of like ends with them going to there, and then you know what happens in the path of vengeance. Yeah. Whereas when you read it, there was a lot of like mystery around that and yeah, anticipation. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. I mean, I, I was, I was, my the overriding, my overriding thought as I came towards the end of it was, I'm glad that to have spent more time with Olivia Zeveron. Because as a character, I I thought she was kind of underwritten and underdeveloped in Path of Vengeance, and I still think she is, even factoring in what we see of her in the comic, and and certainly I, I think her relationship with Alicia is underdeveloped and underwritten in, in Path of Vengeance still. But it was it was it was nice to spend more time with her in the comic. Um, I kind of wish I'd gone into Path of Vengeance having read it, but you know, um, yeah, I, I just didn't have the time to, to keep up with the comics. Um, I think with the horror public, you have to like do it as it comes out. Yeah, I think. For, for for the maximum impact, I think I think you're right. Um, I, I've also recently uh, then just in the, in the last day or so boxed off the Han Solo and Chewbacca trade paperbacks, both volumes, um, which were fine. I I just <gasps> I'm, I'm not the I'm not the world's biggest Han fan. I, he, oh, he's great, Johnny. He's great, and I know. Sorry, Daniel. This might be um, this might be even more controversial than Morgan saying I didn't like Luke. I didn't say I didn't like him. I just said he wasn't a character. <laughs> He's just not there. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny, how could you not like Han Solo? It's Han Solo. I mean, I, I like him fine. Like, He's the ultimate charm. Is he though? I mean, I like him fine. Okay, put it this way, right? Who do you prefer as a character? I have Han Solo and Padme. Padme. Padme's not even a character. <laughs> oh, she is. She's a cardboard cutout. It's getting, She's a cardboard cutout. It's getting spicy. But nah. she is, though. She's nothing. I mean, the Clone Wars tried to create a character there, but she just came across as, across as annoying. Yeah. In the movies, she's just a wilting flower. She doesn't have any... doesn't do anything. She has no personality. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I will say, Padme is woefully underserved by the movies that she appears in. Um, she's better served by the Clone Wars series. She's much better served by E.K. Johnston in, mm-hmm. in those books. Um, you know, I like the Padme that has grown out of the movies and the stories that we've had are about her and around around her. The Padme that we know is kind of the aggregate of all of that stuff is far to me far and away more interesting than Han Solo. It's fine, Johnny. It's fine. We can agree to disagree on these things. I won't hold it against you. No, I will. You, no way. That's crazy. Han, Han Solo is Han Solo. Yeah, I, I just, I, 
I was always that kid who was like, I'm Team Luke. I don't understand. You know, obviously, before um, we knew that Leia and Luke were siblings, you know, I didn't understand why people would want Leia to be with Han Solo. You know, I want, I, you know, it's, it, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the attraction with Han Solo particularly. Um, it's Harrison Ford. He's like the most beautiful man in the world. Is he? Okay. <laughs> So, so you weren't a big fan of Guggenheim's Han Solo and Chewbacca, then? I mean, if it had been, I, I just it was a fine story. It just didn't grab me. If, if and maybe you know, if it was a better story about a character I wasn't that invested in, uh, it might have worked better for me. Or if it was a you know a mediocre story about a character I was more invested in, and it would would have worked better for me. But you know, it, it didn't. Seem... It's not. It's not the best Han Solo comic. It's I'll not. Give you that. It's not. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. It, it's entertaining enough. It's just I didn't. I didn't need it. I didn't learn anything new or interesting about Han Solo. Oh, see, I actually. It's one of my most. Like, it's one of my underrated hits of the year for me. I actually really, really liked it. Yeah, I oh, really cool. liked well, it. Good. Yeah. Good for you. No, I mean that's the thing. You know, it. It's. It, it's good that people find it interesting. Because if if it's, if, I find, if it's a miss for me, then it will be a hit for other people. Yeah, how do you think it compares to the other Han Solo series? So, compared this to Imperial Cadet, which one do you prefer? Uh, I, I, I think I think it's better than Imperial Cadet and the normal Han Solo one. I think, I think it's the race one. Yeah, I think it's the best of all. Really. Get out! I think the race one is for for, for my money probably my favorite. Um, I I really like Imperial Cadet. I like the energy in Imperial Cadet and the fun, actually. And the origin of Valance as well. Yeah, I like yeah. all of them, but I think Guggenheim's one's my favourite. I liked it. What can I say? Shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> first or second? Well, who's, yeah, who's going to shoot first? Uh, well, actually, I think you'll find that uh, Han will shoot first. Okay, thank correct answer. <laughs> Although I guess as as we see as we see in that comic, Greedo shoots first, but several years earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. Greedo got his. Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, otherwise on my hit list, I've got a bunch of other comics to catch up on. I'm so far behind on sort of the, the main run, the, you know, the four main runs: Star Wars, Vader, Afra, and Bounty Hunters, and, and the various. Sort of crossovers and other mini series that fall. Man, you've got there. some incredible things to come. Yeah, but, but you know, I, I I found that whole experience in the last year or so so disjointed. I've had I've gone right back to Crimson Rain, and the, that sort of oh, crossover God. Crimson Rain trade paperback because otherwise I just won't have a clue what's going on. So I want to refresh my memory, and yeah. you know, over the next week or so, I'll, I'll get all the way caught up to basically we're on volume six now. Yeah, Johnny, uh, if you just. You just really need to hold your breath with volume four of Darth Vader and, um, and oh then you'll be God. all right. How, how much is Osti Ochi of Bestoon in it? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Um, but it's not just that. It's uh, it's just. I mean, we've awful. talked about it enough on uh, the comic roundup. If you want to hear our yeah. thoughts on that, listen to our comic episodes. But, uh, yeah. there's but lots of- volume four of Star Wars is incredible. I was going to say, but there's Bull Guy in it, but you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, ball guy. <laughs> yeah, so you you guys talk about ball guy a lot on comments roundups, and I, I've I've got the I've got the vaguest recollection. This is how much I've forgotten about these stories, having even having even having read some of them. I, I I've got the vaguest <laughs> recollection of there being some big ball shaped droid somewhere. I'm just living how Johnny's like potentially being like, oh, ball guy, this is gonna get really good now. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, no, can I just, can just, I just clarify that we the entire time we've been talking about ball guy, it has been ball as in B O B A L L. This is not bald guy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who, no, who thought who uh, thought it was bald guy? Someone who doesn't need to be named. Okay. <laughs> um. Yes, that's, that's, that's probably me. I mean, I'm 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 slowly reading <laughs> no. the Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view. Uh, I, I guess I'm kind of having a Morgan experience with that one, insofar as I've read the first couple and put it down again. Um, is it because the Max Rebo story is dreadful? It kind of was. And it's killed it for you. I'm, and I, I you told know, you, I, didn't I? You know, I I I don't like saying these things about stories that people have worked hard on. Um, I. It wasn't. It, it wasn't for me, um, uh, but I, I, I'm looking forward to the rest of the collection. I just there's there's so much else on my plate right now, um, reading wise and life wise that you know when I, I kind of wanted to do it as bedtime reading, but actually by the time I get to bed, I'm just exhausted and I can't be bothered. Um, so we'll see. I, I'll, I'll I'll make some progress with that over you know the the weeks and months. From what I, I know, people most people that have read it, they say it's the best one. I think it just has a couple of rough stories at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that, that that's what we're all reading. Um, yeah, we got there eventually. Uh huh. What? <laughs> what? Um... Honestly, I've just spent the past ten minutes staring at the ceiling, like <laughs> comic chat, comic chat. Uh. Um. Y- y- yeah, you don't read the comics, do you, Morgan? I'm trying. I'm starting. I don't know what I'm reading. I'm going to educate Morgan on the comic. Yeah, Chris is going to be my personal I'm comic I'm going to take today. Morgan under my wing. Morgan, have you listened to the wonderful uh, Star Wars uh, book community podcast episode on comics that uh, the, the great shit boys have produced to, to guide people through comics? It's called Diving Into Comics. <laughs> and it's wonderful, I must say. It's, it's. Did I start listening to it? Yes. <laughs> Did I finish listening to it? It's uh, it's a bit of a chaos. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't blame you to be honest. Wow. When the shit boys get popping, mate. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's um, that's what that's what we've all been reading. Um, moving on. What what about news and things that are coming down the pipe? Chris, uh, I think you're more up to speed with this. Yeah, so obviously we don't get to do these general chit-chat episodes a lot, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to list through um, some, some some bits that come out in the next month or two. Um, I'm not going to go into the reference ones in the cooking books, because who gives a shit? Um, so, <laughs> I do. I'm looking um, forward yeah. to the cookbook. Yeah. Well then, listen to the diving cooking episodes with the the, the, with the, the, the uh, Wok Boys. I don't know. <laughs> Um. <laughs> that is an episode. I, I need, yeah, well, maybe get Blue, Blue Milk Mama or somebody on to do a cooking episode. Oh, yeah. Well, you did want to do that one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Cookery that. books. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. You've just been uh, deputized. Nice. So on October the 10th, so that's probably the day before you're listening to this, if this comes out when I think it's coming out. So just come out is Crimson Climb by E.K. Johnson, mm. which we've already spoke about. Uh, Star Wars The Ultimate Cookbook which I think is actually all the ones by Insight Editions in one yeah. volume Ooh, so no, that's that, cool that would be worth it so it could say it's yeah. a cookery omnibus 
But anyway, um, and then the home of <laughs> the home public Jello Brave in Every Way, which I also mentioned earlier, um, by Charles and Rosemary Saul. That is a horror public children's book. And when I say children's book, I don't mean a junior book, like an actual children's book. Mm-hmm. So don't, you know, think, oh, Charles Saul, it's going to be some like crazy, you know, it's not, it's a kid's <laughs> book. Um, after that, we have on the 24th of October, we have the next wave of the Essential Legends collection drop in. This one I'm actually quite excited about. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are still getting them. Um, but we have The Courtship of Princess Leia. It has I Jedi, um, The Old Republic Annihilation, and Republic Commando True Colors. So if any of you guys are excited to get those ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to picking them up. Um, Courtship of Princess Leia has been on my list of thing, of legend stuff that I want to read for years, um, and I just never get around to it. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to pick these up, but I, I still might hold off on reading some of them because I'm about to try to embark on a sort of post-Return of the Jedi Legends run, basically, and, and just catch up with them in, in chronological order. Well, so, I Jedi will probably fall into that, though, won't it? Of course, yeah. I mean, I, I know... Yeah, so I've read, when I was a teenager, the Jedi Academy books, and I Jedi is basically that story from Corrin Horn's point of view, I believe. Um, yeah, it is. But I, I kind of I want to reread all that other stuff first before I get back, before I get there. Because it's been far too long. What about you, Danny? Are you going to buy these and put them on the shelf and never look at them again? Yes. Knew it, uh, Morgan. <laughs> Morgan, have you dip, dipped into these this collection yet, or are you just sticking to canon? I haven't. I'm I'm sticking to canon mostly. I think I might start diving into legends a little bit, but it's probably going to be through my library and not through mm. buying them. Yeah, there's there's some key ones I'd recommend. Obviously, most people will fall over themselves to say Edge of the Empire, um, but I think there's probably ones that will. Yeah, basic. I think there's ones that you probably find a little bit more interesting, like Kenobi is amazing. The Darth Bane trilogy are amazing. There's a, there's a whole bunch of range. Like Shatterpoint by Matthew Stover mm. is like Mace Windu in the jungle, and it's like Heart of Darkness, and it's crazy. Like no one talks about that one, but that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. After that, so we've got those coming on October 24th. Then in November, it is a little bit of a um, different one. So we have on the 9th the horror public character encyclopedia from dk oh, books yes i've been waiting for that one that one's gonna be cool I've, i mean i'm not usually interested in their their sort of character encyclopedias and stuff um but the horror public one will be nice i think because i feel like such a so connection many. to those characters and there's so many of them. yeah there's so many of them it'll be good for yeah, reference I was gonna say, it's good, um, good to keep up yeah <laughs> who's that again yeah exactly i had it when i was reading shadows of starlight yeah there was a character mentioned. It was like a female Jedi Master, and I was like, "I know that, but what, what was she doing again?" There's so many of them. Um, yeah. Then, on five days after, we have "The Eye of Darkness" mm. by George Mann, mm. the first book of um, Phase mm. Three. And then, on the same day, I don't know which one's going to be more popular, but we also have "The Secret of the Wookies." The what? Secret of the Wookiees. The Secret of the Wookiees. Did you ever read those Secret of the Jedi, Secret of the oh, Sith? Oh, right. Well, it's another one of them. Of the... Yeah, so they did Bounty Hunters last. This one's Wookiees. Oh, right. oh cool. Okay. Oh, that is cool. I don't know how they fill the whole book with that, but Yeah, it's sure. just like 20 pages I mean, of Chewbacca and a bit of Black Chrysanthemum. 
Yeah. And then it's like a tarful. Because the, the, <laughs> those those are kind of usually written kind of as a sort of in-universe journal of some sort, right? Yeah. The, and they, they, there's kind of books where they've got like maps and stuff inside and bits of flaps and that. Yeah. I mean, I mean like the book I, has bits of flaps I, on it. I, I assume that it's going to be written from the perspective of some sort of anthropologist rather than written in Shriwu. Why can't it be... Why can't it be? Yeah, I was gonna say, I just want the entire saying? book in Shiro work so no one can read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I really just want to know the uh, the wiki like hygiene routine. Like, how do how do we keep that well, for so Maybe luscious? that's one of the secrets of yeah. the wikis. I'm hoping <laughs> washer tree. Um, do, yeah, do wikis get fleas? Are there are there fleas in Star Wars? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> After that, there's, there isn't really anything big until January. There's only um, Tales of Enlightenment in December by George Mann. That's the collection of the Phase oh, 2 I'm looking short forward stories. To, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that because I haven't read any of the Tales of Enlightenment because I stopped yeah. my Insider um, subscription. So I'm looking forward to that. And then the paperback release of Battle Scars and Cataclysm. There you go. That's that's all nice. the stuff coming out. I'm not, that, I didn't mention comics because... There's a lot. We'll save that yeah. for uh, save that for whole... comics roundup. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there's some exciting stuff for the rest of the year. I mean, what what are you guys looking forward to most? I mean, it's Eye of Darkness for me, almost certainly. Although Secrets of the Wookiee sounds awesome. That's Dan. That is the easy yeah. answer, yeah, I think. Yeah. Although, yeah. as the only person in the room who hasn't got Crimson Climb already, actually, and since and since that's coming that's out true. next, I'll say Crimson Climb. Because you usually the the answer for me is what am I most excited about? Whatever's happening next, because I I I, I don't have the emotional energy to extend beyond that, you know. I mean, there's also um, there was an announcement recently of a new book coming out um so that was exciting so it was announced a new book tell us about it Chris. Uh, the living force by john jackson miller mm-hmm. so if you bear with me i was going to read a published story but it's too long so i'm not going to johnny do you want to like summarize what it's about Chris doesn't know how to read. Jedi Council Road Trip. There you go. There's the publisher summary. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. It's all the Jedi Council members going on a road trip because Stifler needs to get laid. <laughs> Wait, I think that's American Pie. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. i can mix my franchises again. Easy mistake. Mm, no, it yeah. sounds right. That sounds right. It, I mean, how does everyone feel about this? I mean, you're having a, a post- Phantom Menace story, pre yeah, Phantom Menace story. I'm really excited. So, how's about everyone it. feel about this? Yeah, I mean, I think for, yeah. for me, the most interesting potentiality is seeing whether there's any sort of connective tissue pointing backwards to the High Republic, given that this will now be I kind mean, of the, the earliest set. Probably will be. Yeah, um, and there's something in the premise, isn't there, about them? You know, they're going to this planet where an old Republic or Jedi outpost is being decommissioned or something. Um, yeah, I think they use the word ancient, don't they? Which kind of implies maybe it's older than the High Republic. And um, I guess it'd be interesting to see if that is connected to the High Republic or if it's pointing even further back to old well, no, Republic the actual stuff. Words on the, the the actual words on the um, summary is as yet another Jedi outpost left over from the Republic's golden age. Okay, so, so it's High go. Republic, isn't oh, so it? It's so High it, Republic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's um, 
the, th- the thematics there, I guess, is going to be there's been this amazing period of expansion, but actually it hasn't quite panned out. And now actually we're decommissioning. It's kind of, you yeah. know, it, 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 it's Britain giving Hong Kong back to China. That's that kind of energy, isn't it? You know? I, I, I was thinking more abandoned theme parks, <laughs> you know, places <laughs> full of hope and joy. <laughs> That are just left a little uh-huh. bit less colonialism. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it would be interesting because I mean, there would be at least what three or four council members on that road trip who were alive during no, the there's, Republic there's loads. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a point. Yeah. Actually. yeah Yoda, Yaddle, Yoda, Yariel Puff, Yariel Puff, Rancisis. Mm. That's four at least. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be cool. And. Uh, I can't remember where I've picked it up. It might be in the official release or something John Jackson Miller has said, but but basically it's, it sounds like every single member of the Jedi Council is going to get POV chapters. So we're going to spend time inside every one of their heads at some point. That's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, it sounds pretty cool. Uh, hashtag justice for this uh, window. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll have to get Danielle back on the show and, and, and see how she feels about Mace's treatment. Um, this time around. Morgan, what's your opinion on this book coming out? Uh, I'm excited, but not as excited as you guys because I haven't looked into it that much. So that's that's where I stand on it. I mean, like, I, I'm hoping that we do get a little bit like, I don't know. I like I like the exploring multiple POVs. So that's that's okay. exciting for me. Uh, Dan, how, how do you feel about Living Force? Why the fuck are we still getting more prequel books? Can we not get a book set? Wow. set in the sequel trilogy or after the sequel trilogy or around that period of time because every book that we've had in the last five years hasn't been the high republic has been either prequel or rise of the empire period and it's like come on there are different time periods can you give us different time periods please thank you well before you go into that dan allow me to say why are we getting the book in the prequel period about boring ass jello council i mean i i'm i'm gonna read it and i'm probably gonna love it i just i'm, I'm just not in love with the idea of it there are different like eras. The prequel, especially around The Phantom Menace, just doesn't interest me at really? all. Yeah. It I, it does interest fact, me. I just kind of wish Lucasfilm Publishing would be like, oh, look, we did The High Republic and it's a massive success yeah. because we did a different time period. How about we do another different time period, like straight after the sequels, which no one has talked about or acknowledged at all. Yeah, I mean that's, they're, they're, that's a tall order. I wonder if that's yeah, intentional. They're, they're staying away from that. I think so. I think you're right. Just Morgan. give us in between six and seven. They haven't touched that for ages. Yeah, but they're probably not I allowed mean, because of Feloni. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Feloni Chris. can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me just clarify that. Feloni doesn't read. <laughs> And as book no. fans, to, to be it's fair, he's. Hey, maybe he really no, I mean, can't read. This is the thing, you know. know. The, the folks who are involved in making those shows are so ridiculously busy, and he, you know, he does have his finger in a lot of pies. There's no way he has time to read any of this stuff. You know, at, at best, he and the other senior folk at Lucas. Did you get Dillon. the franchises crossed over as well. Why? What? What? No, I said, if you get your franchise crossed over as well, because you said finger in different pies. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, this is the thing, though, Johnny. I don't have sympathy, right? Feloni, uh-huh. you know, 
he's a, he's well, he's he's a full time writer director. He's still got time to come home and read a book. You know, we all yep. we all go to yep. work all day. We still come home and read books. Yep. So he should be able to do it as well. He's not special. To be fair though, Dan, do you read books about your work? No. <laughs> there you go then. I do. I do. But if I was <laughs> given fair. the absolute unique privilege to tell a story in Star Wars, I would be doing my homework. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- that that's the thing, isn't it? You know, and and what I was going to say, he doesn't have time to read, but you know, almost certainly, folk like him will be given sort of dossiers that tells them what is going on in the publishing world and what the stories are. They they will they will be reading at the very least some story summaries so that they have an idea and so that they know yeah. what the core facts are. Anyway, and, although and every and every time they are creating something and i've no doubt the story group is feeding back to them saying yeah. well this this might contradict this thing so we might need to work around that yeah. you know although i will give it to him in the we won't go into ahsoka but in the final episode he did reference something which showed that he knew what happened in Thrawn alliances so that was positive at least we got Wait, somewhere what was that? oh yeah 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 anyway so that, that is something. That is something. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I don't think it's so much as that, Johnny. I think the impression I've got from interviews I've conducted and seen is people just do their story, submit it, and, and then they go nope, and then they have to change it, and they're like nope, until they don't hit something. I don't think they get all the information, and I mm. think no one says no to Filoni. Well, well, I think it's a different process for folk working inside Lucasfilm. Uh, on shows and, and movies to the people who are working essentially through licensee publishers like you know the authors that, that, that we're reading and talking about most of the time I think it is a different process I think when it comes to whatever is said about you know all canon kind of being equal the reality is that people who are doing the shows and the films where where the where the where the monetary investment is and where the big money is to be made that's that stuff gets priority, you know. That they have a much broader brush. Boom. They have the ear of Kathleen Kennedy as well, don't they? So something's yeah. only going to be story group until she says, "No, I don't care." <laughs> do you know what I mean? Not that she would do that. I'm saying though that her world ultimately law. So if she appoints Feloni herself to do a job, mm. and he wants to do a certain thing, I imagine they just let him. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I strongly suspect Kathleen Kennedy has very little to do with the hands-on process of where the stories actually go. No, no. Yeah, I think she just she's got work to do. You know, she doesn't have time. Yeah, I think she like. I mean, she has said in interviews that like people pitch her the ideas, and yeah. she greenlights them essentially. So I think she that that creatively, I and mean, that's part of the creative process, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because she decides if something happens or doesn't. But I mean, apart from that, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's where the creative thing for an exec stops. It's like you've greenlit something, and then you sit there and moan at people about money for the next but two years. Some YouTube told some YouTubers told me that uh-huh. Must be true that then. she was personally overseeing yeah. the acolyte and trying to get only women in it, and also yeah. that she tried to get involved in Mandalorian, but then Floney's punched her in the face and said, "Go away, witch." They can't be only and women. Then... It can't be only women because there's a non-binary actor. That's true. Um, Acolyte looks no, great, by the way. That the, the narrative of uh, the fact that all the 
rubbish things as she's personally ever seen and all the good things they wouldn't let her near to ruin is ridiculous <laughs> yeah, i know cool. it's so tiresome i, I can't even yeah. i can't even i just can't yeah like the logic there it reminds me of like um when like a flat earther or something <laughs> gets gets given like logic and science and like no 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 la, 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 la. Yeah, like that's what yeah. like these people. Remember. Anyway, we're not going to get into. Anyway, we're, yeah, we're 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 knocking on yeah. for an hour yeah. here. So, but we do have something that we want to talk about before we wrap things up. Um. So yes, we have been talking about since the since the inception of the podcast. Really, in fact, w- w- one of the earliest ideas that we had that led to the podcast being a thing, mm. um, was that we were going to host a annual holiday quiz star wars book community annual holiday quiz um and we're going to do that as an episode of the podcast which will drop around about christmas time um probably that that christmas week or something like that or the holiday season Um, for those who don't celebrate yes it, it, it it will it'll just happen to fall that week because it's the sort of last week of december um when most of us will be on holiday and it'll probably be the only episode that drops over that period actually um but but we're looking yeah. to we'll, we'll probably try to record that sometime early december I, I would have thought um so yeah we've we've been planning that dan could, could do you want to remind folks what the plan is or or, or tell folks what the current plan is yeah i mean i think we're it's just going to be a big quiz. Tune <laughs> <laughs> in. Um, no, so basically, we we've had some <laughs> we've had some discussions about potential rounds and stuff. Um, but essentially, we're going to host a quiz, uh, write loads of fun questions, mostly about the books, but we'll also tie in sort of wider Star Warsy stuff. And our hope is to get lots of uh, your favourite instagrammers from across the star wars book community to be the participants in the quiz um so i think we're looking to get together two teams to battle one another in the and be crowned the star wars book community podcast quiz master general yeah folks if if you think you'd like to be in on that drop us a line uh and let us know if, if, if you'd like to like to take part uh, it's going to be pretty hardcore we're not going to be asking you um uh, you know who who luke skywalker's daddy was you know it, it's going to be a bit more bit more deep cut than that um so the way you said yeah. it it sounded sound like his dumb daddy <laughs> <laughs> these are not the mental images i need it's late <laughs> at night here and i've got to go to bed um, in a minute right, Leia, what um, do you do with those chains <laughs> vader in <laughs> chanel boots as uh, as daddy is oh, a whole thing well i guess um, johnny we could hmm. I mean, we'll cut this out if you don't think this is a good idea, but we could use that raunchy uh, conversation there to tease what one of the uh, question segments might be in said quiz. Well, I I don't want to say too much about that round because I don't want people going revising, but there will be a round called Star Wars After Dark. It, it, It may involve... Darth Vader in, in Chanel boots yep. walking all over you. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. That is the, pro- like the that is what they call the Imperial March right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, All right. You, you know what? Right. I, I think we, we, we may have reached peak <laughs> chaos slash, for those of us in the UK, sleep deprivation, need for bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very tired. Yeah, no, I'm just sitting here at 6.30 yeah. and it's fine for me. Like, just keep going. Um, so, so, yeah, w- what we will be after people uh listening is uh, budding volunteers i think we're probably yeah. going to have two team captains and two or three extra people on each team so if yeah. you're interested if you think you're a star wars book knowledge person uh <laughs> drop us a dm at the SW, at swbc podcast on instagram and we will sign you up and there will not be a financial gain to winning the quiz, but there will be a clout game. Respect <laughs> yeah. dollars. Yeah. You get lots of respect dollars from absolutely all of us. Cool. All right. So that's going to do it for today. Why don't we let the folks listening know where they can find us if we don't mind being fine. Chris? On the internet. <laughs> And... <laughs> and Daniel? Uh, I can be found at Vader's Castle Library, not at Live from Vader's Castle, as Johnny mistakenly said earlier. Um, yeah. And I can be found on this podcast way too much. You're probably fed up of hearing me speak, <laughs> but listen to Canon Catch Up because it's great and we've got some good episodes coming up soon thank you awesome and morgan what about you you probably just don't want to find me but if you do everybody wants to find you no i'm I'm not water man (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i think people probably got more chance of wanting to find you morgan than me and chris to be honest so (laughs) (laughs) they've already found you guys um uh, and of course, yeah, you can find me uh, on Instagram and threads as at Journals of the Wills. That's Journals with an S and Wills, Wills with an with H. An H. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, and you can reach out to the podcast team on all the usual social media channels. And there you're looking for at SWBC Podcast. Um, Canon Catch-Up will be back later <laughs> this week. Uh, looking at is it aftermath? It is. It's aftermath. Fantastic. And Legends Library will be back on Friday, and I will be talking uh, to Jesse about some comics tying into the Old Republic, massively multiplayer online role-playing game, uh, Blood of the Empire. So, yeah, lots coming up this week. But in the meantime, folks, it's a goodbye from Chris. Bye. And it's a goodbye from Dan. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from Morgan. Bye. Bye, folks. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time on the Star Wars Book Community Podcast. (laughs) 